Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Thursday, March 12, 2020. Hope that you all are doing well. I'm very excited about today's podcast episode. Before we get started, if you are new to the Between the Dream podcast, I want to ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. For those of you all that are returning, thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the shares. Um, the Between the Dream podcast would not be possible without you all. I want to say a quick thank you to all of our donors who have donated via the Anchor app. For those of you all who have donated and sent in um, just love from PayPal and from the Cash app as well, thank you. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit about me here in the first part because I want to jump into this. Follow me, Instagram, Jr. Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. Um, and my website is richardtaylorjr.com. The reason why I am giving you all of this early instead of the end of the podcast is because we have got some serious matters to discuss. Um, and I've got a very special guest on today who I believe is going to be able to give you all some things that you all can use during this season. So it is no secret now that as we sit here on March 12th, um, we are in what are uh, many are identifying as a pandemic with the coronavirus or COVID-19. And with this being the case, we are starting to see so many things happening right now. The state of Washington and three of the, the big counties have placed a ban on gatherings of 250 people or more. Uh, you've got the NBA that just decided last night that they are going to be suspending the season. We're getting reports in right now that the NCAA, um, or at least the conferences, have decided to um, cancel their conferences for now and suspend play with the college basketball as March Madness is here. So we've got reports coming in left and right. Two NBA players now have tested positive. Tom Hanks and his wife are over in Australia. They got it. There's so much happening right now. People are up in arms. Costco, Sam's Clubs, uh, Walmarts, and everything else in between are getting wiped out of toilet paper and um, <laughs> hand sanitizer and you name it, right? And so many people are in a panic, right? And, and, and we're seeing the death toll take a rise when it comes to this pandemic as well. And so I wanted to just dedicate today's podcast episode to bringing a little bit of peace. And there was one thing that I thought about specifically because I know that with a, a rise like this, one of the things that we will see a lot of is the loss of finances people's jobs are closing down left and right right as closures are taking place people's livelihoods are being affected and because of this um you all know i do so much work around the mental health side of course these kind of situations can later on lead to the struggle mentally and emotionally when we talk about just battling day-to-day -day depression doubt fear of the next all of that and I wanted to try and curate something with this podcast to at least help put your mind at ease and give you some tools to move forward in the right direction. So with that being said, my, my idea with this podcast for today was, hey, we need to discuss money management. We need to discuss finances. We need to discuss, um, you know, how we can take what we have right now and learn to weather the storm during this season with the coronavirus. And I will not be doing this alone. I have a very good friend joining us on the podcast today. Look at her as a big sister. She is phenomenal, Janae Adams. Janae is a money expert. 
She has paid off $50,000 worth of debt in only two years. She travels the country um, teaching other people how to do the same thing with money management, with managing their debt, paying it off. You might have seen her on news stations, on Good Morning America. I think uh, yeah. Janae has been around, right? She does <laughs> this. And she has been so gracious today to bless the podcast as we come and talk about um, the financial effect that this virus is, is taking and having on people and will potentially continue to have. So Janae, thank you so much. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, can you just real quick before we dive into the conversation at hand, give us a little bit about you. What, what got you into the work that you're doing now as a speaker, as an author who, you know, who was able to pay off this debt? Like what, what led you to this point? Yeah, so I was in corporate America first. So the reason I'm a speaker today, the reason I have a business today is because I fell into $50,000 of debt yeah. and got laid off and then oh, wow. found that out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so that's exactly it. It always comes out of a bad place in life, but it's, it ends up being a blessing. So okay. once I paid the, the you know, $50,000 of debt off in two years, I started to build my business after that. And then now nine years later, here I am, and I, I do share that story around the world and have two books, so forth, and just really just trying to get the message out that Absolutely. you can be financially free. So that Absolutely. is what my Absolutely. life is every day. Absolutely. And, and, and Janae, I thought you were so special with bringing this particular conversation because you're not just coming from the standpoint as a woman who is an entrepreneur. You are also a wife and the mother of what, two children, I believe? Two children, yes. And, and so uh, when we talk about this pandemic, one of the things that we think about are families, right? You, people mm -hmm. are scrambling, trying to figure out how I'm going to take care of the mouths around me. Yeah. You know, the mouths that are in my responsibility. And so, um, man, I, I wanna just jump straight into this. And, and like I said, thank you once again. Um, as we're seeing this, um, and you, you, you alluded to this with the post that you put up earlier, obviously we know that um, hourly workers are going to be affected by, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the virus itself from a standpoint of, of them not, being able to work. And we are seeing just the start of what many believe will be a greater um, financial issue later. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what are you seeing? What are you getting? And, and, and can you just kind of give us some light around the situation right now with that? Okay. So uh, a lot of people, we know the health effects of, you know, the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the economic effects started you know, when it started. So whenever, and I'm not gonna get too deep in there, but when the supply chain stopped from China, you know, Apple closed down over there, Google closed down over there, mm -hmm. car um, companies closed down over there. So parts weren't getting where they need to go. Right, right, right. So there was just an overall slowdown. And because of the supply chain stoppage over in China, then people in California who are only dock workers, so these are your hourly workers, yeah. they have pretty much come down to a halt. So 145 of them this week lost their jobs. Wow. And so that's just one area. So people who are in these different areas as far as industry is concerned, travel, they are the ones who are hurting. So you announced, you, you talked about how the ACC, SCC, um, now NBA is not going to have, you know, they're spending the season and so yeah, forth. Just got so a that, breaking report yeah. three minutes ago, even with the Major League Baseball is suspending it. They were supposed to start, but they're suspending it. They're suspending it too. So, yeah. So not only is that hourly workers, so people who are at the stand selling um, alcohol or they're selling food, mm -hmm. they have lost their jobs and or got their hours cut back, lost their jobs. Also, the people who are Lyft drivers and Uber drivers mm -hmm. that take people to and from these locations and these events. Um, a major education conference just got canceled, NASPA. Uh, yep. 
South by Southwest, that's 400,000 people that are not coming into the economy of yeah. Austin. And, by, and the education conference was also in Austin. So they got hit twice. Yep. Yep. So that that is why you're starting to see the layoffs um, for the gig workers and the salary workers. But do not think that they're going to be the only ones because I've gotten I'm on every um, airline's reward list. Yeah. And so I've gotten the emails that said, you know, United is a freezing hiring until June. Yeah. yeah. OK, they're free, freezing hiring until June and they're cutting 20 percent of their flights internationally and 10 percent of domestic. That is going to lead to people with salaries problems yeah so yeah. a lot of people can't feel safe just because you have a salary the economy is the economy yeah and you know you're absolutely right and I think even beyond those who are hourly and sal salary which is kind of what led to me wanting to have this conversation with mm -hmm. you today was from the video that I posted the other day on my IG uh, story where I was talking about creatives entrepreneurs and those who work in um, uh, 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 the freelance realm mm -hmm. as well right yeah. like you talk about small businesses yeah. right and, and and I'm like yo like the effect is literally going to spread and hit everybody financially right because yeah. we I don't know if we always realize it but it's I mean it really is a circle of life when it comes to you know uh, some of our livelihoods depend on the livelihoods of somebody else and yeah. vice versa you know and, and so it is literally a working uh, you know a uh, circle and so uh, I I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that let's let's talk uh, uh, um, more in depth about we know what the what the what the virus is doing as far as the loss of jobs, the the halting of of employment and hiring. Let's mm -hmm. talk um, just internal when it comes to day to day people, those who might be affected already, those who could potentially be affected. As we talk about the 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 likelihood of maybe even having to be at home for a while with no income. We, mm. we need to discuss money management, right? Yeah. Saving, um, being able to, to, to stock up when it comes to food and whatnot. What advice do you have for the listeners when it comes to that component of managing money and being able to weather this storm? Yeah, so one thing that I would say, you know, that's kind of good during this time is that it is tax refund season. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> and so and so people are going to get, if they haven't already, getting an influx of money if they're not, big time entrepreneurs okay right. you know we pay stuff back but you know the hourly workers and even some gig workers and so forth like that they don't make enough to be paying people paying the government back yes. they they have money still coming in and it may be a few thousand dollars and who who says that this pandemic is even going to last longer than another month or so mm -hmm. and so it's about what do I need to do right to make now. it next month? Yeah, yes, and make yes, it this, yes. the next month. Like, that's what you need to be doing right now because everything can still feed in. So I would tell first and foremost, those tax refunds need to be saved. Like, yeah, that's good. they need to be saved as much as possible, like 90% of it, and then you use the rest for paying off bills. And this is um, advice for people who still have jobs or people who just lost jobs, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay? Everybody that still has a job, you need to be in saving mode. And yeah. I always tell people, you know, whether it's this going on or not, you need to have at least $1,500 saved in the bank. That's that is good. what is called your in case you are breathing fund. Because if you're breathing, something may happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I need you to have $1,500 saved, period, mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then as you go, then guess what? What can I sell? Like people who are losing their jobs or people who still have jobs, you got to bring more money in. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, lessen your spending and bring more money in. So I, you know, I share with how people can sell some things. And I mean, easy things. Just go around your home. If you got two people in the house and y'all got four TVs, 
two of the TVs need to go. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah. So it's just those kind of little things that everybody can do, whether you have lost your job or not, to keep bringing in money and keep things going. So you're encouraging people to, to really learn how to prioritize when it comes to what they deem as necessities. Yeah, and, definitely. And what, are, what are real needs and what are just wants. Yeah, what are real needs and what are just wants. And I mean, you can, you know, a lot of people don't have cable anymore. I mean, a lot of people still do have cable. Yeah. But you don't, even if you're doing Sling, Netflix, Hulu, two of them got to go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's fair. That's fair. You know, because that, that's $20 a month. Pick your favorite one and, yeah, move, on favorite one and move on with the rest. Because that's $20. That's and you, you think, you're like, you're like, okay, that's only $20. No, the way gas today, that's a that's a tank that's a, full of gas. Yeah. That gets you back and forth to the job you still have. Yeah, put it to you like that. I just put $20 in my gas tank right before I got home so we could record this podcast. And yeah. it got me six gallons. Okay? Like, <laughs> that's not even a full tank of gas when I was no. in Washington. It's so expensive. Oh, no, it's like, not. Like, but where I'm at, you know, $30 is no, a full tank. Yeah. You, you got yeah. it. But that's the thing. I'm like, you, you make a great point, though. Like, don't, yeah. don't underestimate how far that 20 can go. Yeah, can right? go. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's real. That's so yeah. real. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I think that is so good. So you mentioned this 1500 Can you do me a favor and just, uh, what does that look like for somebody to be able to have 1500 You know, they might say, well, Janae, I got rent. I got a mortgage. I got, you mm -hmm. know, phone bill, light bill, gas bill. Like, what does that 1500 do for somebody just to have in the savings, in, you know, in, in case I'm breathing? Or, you yeah. know, just, so we, we just, just as like a, uh, I guess as a paint a picture for us with that, you know, God forbid we did kind of hit worst case scenario type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, what it looks like is, you know, the reason you have it is for safety yeah. and peace of mind. That's okay. what it's for. And it's really for those that have real bills. Mm -hmm. So if you live in a home and you have a mortgage, if your water heater goes out, that's a thousand dollars. That's good. Okay? okay. If you mess up something with your toilet and stuff, the plumber coming in is four hundred yeah. automatically. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you have to have this kind of money saved. If not, you're going to get yourself in a deeper debt, gotcha. and that deeper debt destroys even more of your peace of mind. Gotcha. And so and then you become distracted at work, and your work goes down, and you still get fired. So gotcha. it's just yep. like this is all about the mental capacity of it. And people, even if they can't save fifteen hundred dollars. Save two hundred dollars, then get up to five hundred. Yes. But right now it's tax refund time. A lot of people getting that money back easily. So, so small baby yeah. steps. And, yeah. And I think in what you're saying too. So with the same way that we are um, prioritizing in the house, it sounds like that's the same thing that we need to be doing when it comes to um, things outside of the house, right? Some folks going shopping. Um, yeah. Some of us eat now. It's easy to pay seventy dollars for a two person date. You know. Oh yeah. Eight night dinner. Yeah. You know, so just just things like that as well. Like life has to change a little bit right now in order for us to protect ourselves. It definitely does. Like when I was paying out the fifty grand of debt, we didn't go out to eat for two years. Okay, mm, wow, like wow. and we were you married with a child. Like so yeah. we were, you know, yeah. and so that that was not going out. And a lot of people think about the big meals and stuff. No, the little meals is what gets you. Two mm. people at Chick Fil A is fifteen dollars. That's it. And That's you nice. do it, you know, do that three or four times a week. That's where your money's going. Wow. And so I'm not asking you to completely cut it out, but can I? Can you just do two out of the four days? <laughs> can, you, can you sacrifice some? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, just a little bit. $15 here, $20 there, saving there. It begins to add up. But you just have to be like, my peace of mind is more important than that chicken biscuit. That's good. That's good. So, <laughs> so, so I'm gonna say this because I know I got a lot of listeners from Seattle. That means y'all that go and pay five dollars for every cup of Starbucks, start making your own <laughs> doggone coffee. Stop playing with yourself. 
and go, go, go make your own coffee. Okay. You're going to be out here complaining. Oh, I'm a hundred dollars short this week. Yeah. That's because you full of caffeine. Yeah. You could have done it yourself. Okay. I love y'all, but seriously, it's just something to consider. I think for all of us, Janae, you mentioned um, something that was so good early. We were just a second ago in the last point that you were making about the accumulation of debt. Um, I know some people who might be in real turmoil right now, or maybe headed to real turmoil because they don't have the funds coming in, but maybe they have, credit cards with some decent balances or, or, or just to help them get by, what do you encourage? Do you, in a, in a pandemic moment like mm -hmm. this, where maybe the savings is there, or maybe they're starting to go into their savings with they, what they had and they they might be almost exhausted or maybe even for the individuals that say, Hey, I don't want to lose all of my liquid cash. Is it okay for me to, to, to dive into some credit cards right now? Not overly like the top, but just to take care of necessities. What do you say to that? Well, I, what I say, and I'm, I'm different than most people. I mm -hmm. don't mess with credit cards at all. I haven't mm -hmm. had one since 2006. Um, I, your savings is there for a reason. Gotcha. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? That, that is to help you continue to keep moving on that's because good. what you don't want to do is get to a point that you use debt because that's what credit cards are. You use yep. debt to kind of not fund your life, but, but to say that I'm saving this here just in case. But then when you use the debt, and you might get behind the savings got to come out anyway yeah so so because you're going to have to use it to pay it back and then that's you got good. interest on top of that that's good. also okay. and then they're going to be calling you so once again the peace of mind i'm always about the peace of mind when it comes yeah. to finances i want you to sleep at night and i don't want nobody calling you and harassing you during a time when we got all this other stuff going on with the health of the nation yeah. and so yeah. forth so that that's just my thing it, you it's a last resort to me Got it's you, you know if, if like the money absolutely yeah like it's instinct. a it's it's the last resort like if you don't have no more money and the lights about to get cut off then yes of course don't get you don't let your lights get cut off <laughs> but if you if you got that money saved up like you made a great point you're gonna have to use it to pay back the card so you might as well just use the the savings that you have in that fine in the actual liquid cash yeah and cut them out the whole situation like don't even be dealing with them that's until good. you have to yeah that's good that's good. Janae, as we get ready to close out here with this, um, you, you, you just mentioned something that I think is so uh, just uh, needed in this conversation. As we talk about the virus from a physical standpoint, from the mental, the emotional and the spiritual standpoint is the peace of mind. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it is no secret that when we talk about money issues, you know, when you look at, you know, um, marriages that fail, uh, people who who kind of go crazy internally, a lot of it stems from the lack of resources, yeah. i.e. finances. Yeah. And, and, and money can literally change how we move. My wife and I were doing a, um, uh, when we were doing our, our, our premarital counseling, the, mm -hmm. the book that we were doing along with this, uh, the counseling was, it, it was talking about looking at how money controls you how it's affected you, how it's controlled your attitude, but also how it's controlled like the people closest to you growing up. So i.e. parents, right? Mm -hmm. And so in this, we were able to, to, to have some, me personally, I'll just say myself, self-discovery. I remember um, how rough things had gotten um, just with uh, Y2K happening and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, pops get injured on the job. So going through a workman's comp case, yeah. mom losing a job and dropping about 50 grand what she made a year. And so like mm, everything yeah. got crazy and they were on the brink of, hey, baby number three. And oh, so okay. it, was, yeah. it, was, it was tense. And I noticed how 
the the emotional shift is crazy because I couldn't identify it as a kid, but obviously yeah. going through this assessment with marriage counseling, I'm like, wow, like I I see where I get some of my habits from. I see how, and I know you can attest to this as you know the work that you do as a speaker. Mm-hmm. I see how when that college or that organization or business doesn't have my check the day of like they were supposed to (laughs) and I gotta try and hold a good face while looking you dead in your eyes and I want to curse you we're gonna give it a buck today I want to curse you out because (laughs) our agreement contractually said something different yeah yeah exactly and then you know how it goes some people will wait until you're done presenting and then let you know yeah let you know I don't got it insult to injury insult to injury right and so um just just with that there are certain things that change how we approach and it really does speak to our peace of mind right and so so with that what are some of the because you know I like to to sprinkle in a, a good portion of the emotional intelligence and also um just how we uh, can really gain stability in our emotions. What are some of the best practices for you um, when it comes to your peace of mind being kept when your expectation financially isn't always met? So understanding that it ain't always going to be this way. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's not always going to be this way. Mm-hmm. And just letting people know that you have made it through before. And that, and I also let people know you are much better off than your mama, your grandmama, your great grandmama, (laughs) (laughs) and and they made it, and they and you they built houses, they saved money, and they built their own houses, they built their own communities, their own banks, their own stores, and and I mean this is for everybody, you know, but definitely for yeah perspective important is and and you have so and they didn't have the internet you got opportunities to use your hobby and go into mm. this free social media and and sell your cakes or to sell your bracelets or the great little outfits you make mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you can be creative and make money so it's always about thinking about the positive and if you feel that social media or your friends or your family are a negative influence as far as they're always talking about everything's going to be bad. This is going to go this way. This is going to go that way. You need to separate yourself Mm. and you need to get around people who see the brightness in life in Mm. life, because guess what? Seeing the brightness in life means you will make some more money (laughs) because you're going to see opportunity. Yeah. And so you surround yourself with the people who are doing it, no matter what it's in. He's like, cause I always tell the people I talk to on stage. I'm like, if you see somebody that has done it already, that means you have no excuses. That's good. (laughs) <laughs> they they have done it. I paid off 50 grand of debt. That means if you got $50,000 of debt, you can pay it off because I've already done it. And so you so can't. Our approach, yeah. our approach just needs to change in that perspective. That's all it is. It needs to change. That's so good. And and, 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 and guys, for those of you all listening to the podcast right now, I want to just it, it, get you to understand why I am um, or where this thought came from. So prior to this conversation with Janae, my big concept mentally was, um, it started off as like a, a video of encouragement for, you know, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and those who call themselves mm-hmm. creatives. And that is, yo, like, we're being controlled by fear right now because we're, I, like, I have speakers hitting me up every day, bro, my events are getting canceled. I'm mm-hmm. scared. I was supposed to have this check ready. This was supposed to be done. This college, this business, they're all shutting down. They're closing down. And so, you know, people are, are running and living in fear. A lot of the small business owners that I've been working with and um, helping out, 
you know, their fear is like, hey, my business is a ghost town right now. What, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm, what I, you know, I, I'm usually bringing in X amount of dollars per day and I've actually started to go days without money. I yeah. can't pay my employees, whatever it might be. And so I did a video the other day talking about these soft skills or what people consider soft skills. I don't consider them soft skills. Stop calling them soft skills, right? They are huge strengths. There were five that I thought were so important, which were critical thinking, communication, collaboration, creativity, and confidence. We need to be able to dive into each one of those strengths to Janae's point of when you look at the opportunities that you have in front of you, um, you can take these five and, and even in the moments of turmoil, still be able to create and still be able to prosper, even if it's just prospering from a space of, hey, all of my bills are paid. Maybe yeah. you're not in a huge profit right now, right? But you're at least saying that with everything going on, with stuff shutting down around me, we're stable. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes stability is all we can hope for in moments like this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so, I, I, Janae, I, I think to your point, and I just want to say thank you for, for sharing that part because I, I'm a firm believer that leaders are born through times of adversity. And yeah. we are definitely in a time of adversity, but I think beyond just leaders being born and birthed through adversity, I feel like internally, a lot of our, our talents and giftings will be birthed through moments like this because mm-hmm. we see the demand. Now we've got to figure out what that supply is when it yeah. comes to how we can help. Yeah, exactly. Right, and so perspective, I think you're absolutely spot on, will be able to lead to us um, you know, figuring something out in, 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 in ways that we can kind of not only help ourselves, because in this, we obviously, we got to think bigger than us, right? Yeah. Um, but, but, but there, there is an opportunity here for us to be a blessing to the people around us as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So Janae, um, thank you so much uh, just for, for giving this light. Any last thoughts that you have before we go when it comes to just what you want to put out as we, you know, get ready to dive deeper into this pandemic? Yeah, I mean, I just definitely for everybody to understand this too shall pass. I love it. Uh, <laughs> this too shall pass. And just like like Richard said, um, look for the opportunities in the madness. That that's how businesses are built. Each hmm. and every each and every time we have one of these kind of things, 1987 the stock market crash. You know, 2001 hmm. with um, 9/11, and hmm. you got the 2008 financial crisis. Like people come out of it better. Yeah. Like all the time, and they, and they're the ones who take advantage of what is going on. They use their creative juices, and they're saying, "How can I, you know, make something out of this yeah. that's positive and helps other people?" Because I'm thinking yeah. about doing my own webinar mm-hmm. around it. Yep. Be- yeah, yeah, because people are just like freaking out about their money and stuff, and I'm just like, I gotta help y'all somehow because we gotta yeah. calm down because yeah. that's not helping. It's not, it's <laughs> it's not, not, it's not helping, and, and and people's fear, you know, and it's a right to be fearful, especially. To, depending on what part of country you are in but that fear affects other people like you said the small businesses you have no reason not to go to that restaurant but you're mm-hmm. not going and then that small business is suffering mm-hmm. um and so and then but the same thing with the small business like maybe it's time for you to think about uber eats or you know mm-hmm. like adjust and send the food to people's house and you yeah. run an ass at uber uber eats we're giving you 10 percent off if you use us yeah. So they might not be coming in, but now you're still making money. Right. That's the kind of creative, 
way of thinking and that people, everybody needs to do, like every single person, whether you're on salary, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a small business owner, it's time to get creative and think of things love it, that, love you know, that just, it. We've yeah. got to create. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that. Janae, where can the people find you, follow you, give us all of your social info <laughs> so they can stay in touch with you? I'm telling you, she puts out so much great content um, and I, I, I know that it's needed. Um, so yeah, just give us all a, yeah. give us all the handles. Website so I, I would say with Instagram is the, the best way and it's Janae Adams Speaks. So my name is spelled like Janet, like Janet <laughs> Jackson. Uh, so Jan, Janae Adams, A-D-A-M-S-S-P-E-A-K, Janae Adams Speak. And then my website is www.debtsucksuniversity.com. So D-E-B-T, sucksuniversity.com. Love it. Love it. Janae, thank you so, so much. Um, I'm, I'm actually excited to have you back on. I think that we need way more of this when it comes to, you know, where the world is headed, good or bad, right? I think yeah. that, you know, of course, we are in panic mode right now financially. <laughs> but yeah. yo, like, you know, I think the panic, you know, subsides a little bit when in the good moments, we can do the right things with our money. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> If you will have it, I would love to have you back on just so we can continue to talk, you know, finances and keeping people posted on, you know, what's what. So, Janae yeah. Adams, thank you so much once again um, for just blessing us today and giving us your time and expertise. Make sure y'all go follow my sister, Janae Adams Speaks on Instagram and then DebtSucksUniversity.com. Yep, Boom, right. I got it right on the first try. <laughs> Listen, family, if you got any other questions, um, please feel free to reach out to Janae personally. Um, if you got any questions for me, hit me up as well. Once again, Jr. on Instagram, RichardTaylorJr.com. As always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. I think that that... Uh, quote is very, very um, needed in a time like this. People always ask me what Between the Dream is. It's not just the title of my second book. It's also a way of life. Between the Dream is the point between your, your present moment and your promise, which is the process. And we are all in a process right now. <laughs> but here's the beauty. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you will walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. So from my heart to your ears and your heart, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream. Until next time.